And welcome once again to This Week in MCU, the weekly after show talking all things Marvel Cinematic Universe related. I'm Kurt, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Senraven. Hey. Good morning. How, How are you doing? doing? Uh, I gotta tell you, man, uh, Marvel this year seems to have stepped up the promotion of their current projects. It yeah. seems like on YouTube, every couple of days, we're getting a new 30-second long like clip of a movie or a TV show or something. Um, they've been pushing Doctor Strange hard this week. Yeah. Well, um, it's coming up in a couple weeks, like three weeks. Yeah, and and I'm I've been kind of I'm at the point where I th- I'm trying to avoid them. No, <laughs> because I'm because yeah. I want to I I just I want more surprise when I see it. Um, it's becoming really difficult. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but um, before we jump into the episode, uh. Is there any news around that, that? Yeah, there's there's actually a whole bunch of stuff, and there's oh, wow. a few things All right. from uh, from a few weeks ago because uh, we kind of skip over a, a few of these. So there was, um, if you've seen the Halo show or uh, Den of Thieves, okay, uh, Pablo Sh- uh, Schreider uh, confirmed that he's been in talks with uh, with Marvel about actually playing Wolverine. Really? So that that could be cool. He, I, I like him. He's, he might be a little big for the role. I'm not familiar with um, him. Yeah, the at Halo least not by name. Pretty interesting, right? The Halo show has been pretty interesting. I've, I've been liking that. I, I like him in there. Um, the other one was uh, uh, Black Panther two filming has concluded. That was also a couple of weeks ago. So well, that's not a surprise. Him. Yeah, right. But but they they were very delayed because of COVID. So we're starting to get more information out because uh, they finished up. And um, uh, it's uh, the uh, writer from Moon Knight, uh, Sabir Perzada. Yep. Is creating the Nova Project. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and Pablo Schreiber. I, 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 uh, Schreiber, I, I am familiar with him. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's a few of the things. Um, there's rumors. Of uh, Werewolf by Night starting to started filming, so we'll see how you know if that's true if that works out. Was that was that a known project? I don't I don't think I've heard anything about it. Huh. So that that could be interesting. Uh, there's rumors that uh, Daredevil and Kingpin are gonna be in the, in the same you know Disney Plus show. That wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't be surprise me at all, and. Uh, um, James D'Arcy uh, gave an interview about maybe returning to MCU, and he was—he's the one that played in uh, Captain Marvel. Sorry, not Captain Marvel, Captain Carter. He was Jarvis. Oh, right, 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 right. So getting him back in would be really cool. I really like him. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that that is interesting. Um, oh, and I just looked up Pablo Schreiber. I've seen him in tons of stuff. Right. Um, like he he's a he's kind of tallish. What's he might be interesting too tall to 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 do Wolverine? I didn't realize he was the half brother of Liv Schreiber. Oh, 
Yeah, who, neither did I. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he did. Liv Schreiber actually play uh, Sabretooth? At yes. One, uh, yeah, in what X Men Three, maybe. Uh, for two of the movies, I think. Okay. I think he did it for that one and Origins. Oh, you might I, be right. You might be I right. I don't remember exactly. But uh, yeah, yeah, Liv, Liv definitely played uh uh played Sabretooth. Okay. So and, that'd be kind of cool. Bring him in as Wolverine and his half brother come back in Sabretooth. Right. Right. Uh yeah, that would be that would be really interesting actually. <laughs> um and yeah, I mean, dude, I saw some pictures. Dude's ripped. Yeah. Um so, yeah, and and this dude, uh, I've seen him in just a bunch of stuff. Um, so, but again, he's like, what? Probably somewhere around. Like, I wonder how tall he is. Uh, he seems to be pretty tall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, you need somebody who's like five foot two, right? <laughs> yeah, like this uh, dude might be a little too big for the role. Uh, yeah. Well. You know, CGI. You can make that. Um, sure. So, actually, one of the things that I that I saw this week that oh was God, I, he's six foot five. Oh Jesus! <laughs> he's a monster. Uh, he's a monster. There's no no way you bring him you bring him into play like somebody big, not not Sabretooth, not not Wolverine. Come well, on. in one of the multiverses, Wolverine's uh, tall. <laughs> uh huh. Sure. And then he uses the claws as an extra extension to right. reach to really hide things on the top shelf. Right. So he has a twenty foot reach. <laughs> oh, um so uh in in it's not really news but i saw some uh behind the scenes footage of you remember from uh spider-man no way home or far mm -hmm. from home far from home i do that all the time um where you get the three spider-men landing on the the top of the statue of liberty uh they yes they swing that, in that is, and they land that is on the no way home uh, no way, no way home. Yeah, so yeah. they they uh they swing in and they land on on the 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 top of the Statue of Liberty. Right. Um, that was practical effects. Really. Uh, they had him in front of a green screen with the the head of the Statue of Liberty, and it was all wire work, but they still all had to land. Oh, that's cool. And it was awesome watching it i'm just going are you kidding me because i could have i would have i would have sworn that was cgi where did you find this i um, want to see this uh there was uh tom holland had an interview saying that that landing like was one of the hardest things he had to do <laughs> oh i bet because uh, he did the 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 black widow superhero landing oh right uh, right right and so um and then they show and then the, somebody had linked to i think it's on youtube somebody had linked to behind-the-scenes footage of them coming all in at the same time on wires and landing kind of at the same time. It's like, oh, my God, that's crazy. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, okay. So why don't we uh, go ahead and we'll kind of get started. Uh, but before we do, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on twitch.tv at, at twitch.tv slash VOByKurt or subscribe to the podcast by going to any podcatcher at this point and just search for this week in mcu and you'll find us 
If you want to watch us live, you can watch us live on twitch.tv slash Kurt every Saturday morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Time. And if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts uh, or iTunes, uh, we will read that review live here on our recording day. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, uh, amusing anecdotes, etc., please send an email to thisweekinmcu at gmail.com. Okay, so we are in episode three. At the end of this episode, we're halfway through the series. <laughs> so um, the episode is entitled The Friendly Type. And we get a previously on, because that's what happens. And instead of going straight into the Marvel logo animation, we get an opening of Layla, who's talking with someone. And she's getting her picture taken. And she is working on getting a fake Egyptian passport made. Um, which lists her profession as antiquities dealer, which I found interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Otherwise known as a grave robber. Right, right. <laughs> um, they talk a little bit about her backstory, about her, her dad being um, an archaeologist and... Um, they talk about Layla stealing antiquities, and Layla's like going, "Look, they were stolen already. Uh, so I only keep a couple things to pay for expenses. <laughs> they don't count, right? So she's getting a fake passport from um, a forger named Lagaro. I found nothing specifically about Lagaro except old family friend. Like clearly, there's some history there." Um, and, uh, they taught, you know, they've done the fake passport thing before clearly because Layla, you know, she gets the picture taken, uh, Legaro is, is putting it all together, um, in, into the passport and Layla takes it, takes the printout, puts it through the laminator. She's been through this before, um, clearly. Um, so uh, so they, they go through that whole thing. It's really just to give Layla some backstory. And then we flip to the Marvel logo. Cool. And we open on some Middle Eastern music playing. And we open on the sands of the desert. And it, it, there's a bunch of people trekking through the desert. And it's Harrow um, who is following the scarab. They're following, they're following. And the scarab, the wings close and point down towards the ground and say... Uh, and, and it's Harrow's like, okay, we found it. So everybody start digging. Cool, great. <laughs> um, so let's dig up the desert. Yeah. So uh, the the weird thing is, um, we then flip to Mark running across a rooftop, and just as Mark, not as Moon Knight, but as Mark, uh, and he. Is he's looking? He's looking to try to find Amit's tomb as well, and but he, he gets into a knife fight where with three other guys. Now I'm gonna say right now, this knife oh, fight yeah. was over the top, like all over the place. It was all over the place, and just like the just the the weird caricature of like how over the top the people were that were fighting. 
Like right. the dude licking his knife and just like the flourishes and he throws his knife up in the you know up in the sky and and grabs it in a way that he wants to use it. It's just it was weird. I didn't understand what was going on, <laughs> but okay. Uh, so uh, he so he he fights them off because he's he remember Mark Spector is a mercenary, right? Yeah. Um and uh. He holds the knife up against one of the mercenaries, uh, one of the uh, attackers' necks, and you see a reflection of Stephen, who's going, "Don't do it, Mark." And Mark's eyes roll into the back of his head, and and we get that flash, like he, like the identity's changing again. Right, and and I thought like Stephen came out, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like it certainly felt that way. Yeah. So. Uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> so, so Mark ends up in a taxi, and it's it is Mark in the taxi, and he right. asks he asks in Arabic, uh, where the driver's taking him. And the taxi driver says to the airport. It's like what? Like why are you speaking why? Arabic all of a sudden? Right, right. And so okay, um, he, he doesn't know why he's going to the airport, but and neither do we. Um, and then Mark sees two of the rooftop. You know, guys on the sidewalk, and he gets out of the taxi and says he wants to talk to them, and they run, and he runs after them, and Mark. Well, he says, "I want to talk to you," and the the kid just goes, "Leave us alone." And you only see two of them, so where's the third guy? Right. Well, right. apparently, shit happened up on the roof. Yeah, yeah. So Mark catches one of them, uh, and he is. Tr- He's basically trying to find Harrow. And Steven shows up in a reflection again. Uh, and Mark flashes again. And then wakes up on a roof stabbing a guy. Like in mid, mid-knifing. And so he's attacking the rooftop guys. And he looks in a reflection and sees Steven and says, what'd you do? And Steven says, it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> obviously. Obviously. And, and Mark brings the younger of the attackers, the teenager, uh, to the edge of a cliff. I, so it wasn't a rooftop. It was a cliff that they were on. Um, and because Khonshu says, bring him to the edge of the cliff. Uh, you know, we'll get him to talk. talk. He goes, he asks where Harrow is. And the kid Basically says, praise Amit, and cuts his own scarf and falls to his death. Now, uh, if you're going to grab somebody to interrogate... You don't grab him by the, the scarf. Like, well, first of all, you don't <laughs> grab him by the by the necktie or whatever else. But you also check if they have a weapon on them still. Right. Right. Uh, so... So, Khonshu is just like, well, I thought he was going to talk. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, I guess that didn't work. Got you, you jerk. Um, he so, really is. So, Mark thinks that Steven did this. Steven thinks that Mark did it. There's only one answer. Yeah, we know there's a third. Yeah, it's got to be Jake Lockley. Um, right. And, but annoyingly enough, we don't get to see Jake Lockley. Not yet, not yet. Uh, he's got to be coming, right? And and, no, and my... Be- so look, in the comics, Jake is a taxi driver in New York, mm-hmm. right? So I think what probably happened was Jake woke up and said, "Why the hell am I in well, Egypt? Where I'm, the hell am I? And I'm who going, are these guys attacking me? I'm and going home, <laughs> right? <laughs> he's just like right because and then yeah. he's on the cab trying to get to the airport. Yeah, right. 
Now he has no he has no passport, so <laughs> that that is also completely true. Um, but whatever. Uh, so, uh, so Mark is talking with Kanchu and says, "So, dude, are the are the other gods going to allow Amit to be raised?" And he goes, "Look, to signal for an audience with the gods is to risk their wrath, uh, anger them enough, and they'll imprison me in stone." Okay, a little foreshadowing there. Um, so. Kanchu says, okay, well, uh, I've got an idea, and it's a bad one. And he he kind of disappears. And all of a sudden, an eclipse starts. Now, if you want to draw attention to yourself, force an eclipse. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, he sends the, the gods a signal they can't ignore. And uh, Harrow recognizes it immediately for what it is and says, ooh, he's desperate. Um, so, which he is. Which he is. And so, but, uh, so we see the uh, Ennead, or is it Ennead or Aeneid? Oh, uh, I think it's Ennead. Yeah. So <laughs> they gather and we see their avatars, each of the gods' avatars. Um, <clears throat> nobody I recognized really. Um, they kind of, they, they list who's there. It's not everybody. It's not the entire Ennead. Um, but, um, there's Yatzil, who is a woman who's the avatar of Hathor and Hathor being the goddess of music and love and Hathor and Khonshu apparently are friendly. Very friendly. Yeah, like, and I gotta say, this is probably my favorite scene for the for the episode because anytime they do this in in you know any type of show, it's just really cool to see like yeah, you got a whole bunch of gods coming together. This does not happen, right? Right, and it was it was really cool. Um, so in attendance we had Horus, Isis, Tefnut, or uh, I I said Isis, but they they said Isis, Isis, um, yeah. uh. Osiris and Hathor, and uh, Khonshu had uh, has been banished. So they they're all yelling at him basically, um, and they basically say, "Dude, if you manipulate the sky again, we're gonna imprison you." Yep. And he goes, "Look, the might of the gods is needed, not just avatars watching stuff." Um, and begs the gods to return. From the overvoid uh, is is the actual term um, that he used, and the I looked to see what the overvoid actually was, uh, because it felt like. Either <clears throat> it felt like either like an Asgard type place, uh, if we're following the the god parallels, right. um, or just some other thing, um, and they don't explain it. Um, there, I think Slash Film tried to explain it, uh, but they don't explain it. Not really. Um, it's just. The, so the 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 thought or the 
yeah, the current prevailing theory is that it is the Celestial Heliopolis, um, which is what they've talked about in the past in, in Marvel. Um, and it, it's an old reference to uh, something from Thor. Um, I think it's just going to be this... Uh, I think it's just going to be this 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 place. I I don't know that they're going to make it a planet or whatever. Certainly not a planet called Overvoid. Uh, that's lame. But um, DC has something similar, but it's it really isn't. It's it's different. Um, and and they, they pretty it's much only similar in name. Yeah, exactly. That's really all it is. So. So we don't really know what that is. They may not go into it, but I but I looked it up and I was kind of hoping for a better answer. <laughs> right. really so it's just one. it's just a realm that they basically, you know, where they exist exactly. instead of being on Earth, they're in some other realm. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So you know, and basically, it's just Khonshu saying, "Dude, get your hands dirty. Stop just watching." Okay. So. Um, and, the, and Horus is saying the avatars are meant to observe, and Kanchu calls for judgment against Harrow. Now, the way, you know, the, when we're talking about the gods talking, including Kanchu, they talk through their avatars. Their avatars basically go into a trance, and, and the, the voices of the gods come through them. So when Kanchu speaks, he's speaking through Mark. Right, um, but the difference is the gods are speaking through their avatars, and Kanchu is yelling. Yes, Kanchu is definitely <laughs> yelling. Because every, every time Mark has to speak, he looks completely wiped out afterwards. Right, right. So, Kanchu is calling for judgment against Harrow for a conspiracy to release Amit. And then they summon, they summon Arthur. And that's the one cool thing about when they summon an, for an audience, these portals will just appear somewhere, like nearby, so they can just walk through. Uh, Harrow comes because he knows what he's getting into in fact in hindsight you know that he wanted this um yeah he's basically playing him like a fiddle yep so harrow's just saying he, i'm not seeking to release amit i'm concerned because Kanchu is unhinged and and his servant is unwell um, and broken and broken um and harrow says that mark is unwell. He he appears to have multiple personalities. He talks to himself and whatnot. And Kanchu is taking advantage of him the same way that he abused me. Now these gods don't like Kanchu to begin with, mm -hmm. right? So they're they're going to listen to that. And they ask to speak to Mark. And Kanchu releases and lets Mark talk. And they ask Mark if he's unwell. And Mark says that he need he is and he needs help. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that Harrow is dangerous. And Horus is like going, oh, yeah, no, yeah, so forget this. He goes, the matter's concluded, and, <laughs> they, and, and they all start to leave. Um, literally just like kind of blowing that all off and just, okay, we, there's nothing to this Harrow thing, and, uh, and, and Mark is a nutcase, so we're just like, we're out of here. Um, so I, I'm guessing that Horus is in uh, is in league with uh, um, with Harrow. You would think it, it certainly <laughs> has that feel about it, right? Um, Yatzil uh, talks with Mark afterwards and says, 
uh, hey, just to let you know, Amit was buried in secret, and uh, Senfu is the only one that knows the location. And he go, she goes, uh, find Senfu's sarcophagus, and you'll find the tomb. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, so now it's, it's kind of... We've got like an Indiana Jones thing going on here, right? Yeah. It's just, uh, so it's the hunt for the sarcophagus. Um, Mark, we, we flip back to, oh, oh, and she, and she says uh, the sarcophagus was stolen and sold on the black market. Cool. So they go, we go back to the, uh, the market and Mark's, you know, hunting for info. Uh, he buys a juice from this juice guy that's got, I don't know. It looks like 15 kinds of juice that he's all selling out of this giant juice backpack. Um, and he's looking for uh Senfu sarcophagus and the dude just like freezes and it's like, uh, yeah, I can't talk to you anymore. And Layla shows up and they're talking about the plan and Layla is ticked off at Mark because Mark left without telling Layla that he was coming to Cairo. Now, apparently Layla's got some history in Egypt. And it's not exactly the safest place for her to be. Uh, but Layla goes, okay, so we're looking for Senfu. I, I think I know where, where it is. We're going to Mogart's. Um, so I love the name Mogart's because uh, it reminds me of Mogar from the botched guys. But um, we're, when they refer to Mogart, they're talking about Anton Mogart, who uh, in the comics is known as the Midnight Man because he's a thief who steals things at midnight. <laughs> um, but in true Marvel fashion, he's also got a superhero costume. Kind of looks like Black Panther's costume without all the flair. Um, it's, just, it's just dark and, he's, and it's got a cape. So, because everybody needs a cape. Because everybody needs a cape. Um, and because if you're gonna get sucked into jet engines, <laughs> right? Do it, with, do it with a cape. And Anton Mogart's first appearance is in Moon Knight number three from 1980, uh, which is the free comic this week. Oh, that's um, cool. So there is no QR code in this episode. They uh, just they just give him one. They, they basically so it's just Marvel.com/slash Moon Knight Comics all all one word. Um, and the the link will be in the show notes again. I've been just copying it week to week, but they put up a new episode every week, or a new a new issue every week. So, and what I was hoping happened, which is they didn't keep going werewolf by night. They just they're they're popping around based on what is going to happen in the in the series. So, uh, so yeah, it's Moon Knight number three, uh, and Anton Mogart is in there. So. Uh, Mark, anyway, Mark and Layla are talking, and and Mark is apologizing to to Layla, um, and they're on this water taxi, and uh, there's other people on the water taxi as well, and they're just having a good time, and and they keep talking about um, a little bit about their relationship, but um, and Layla's saying, look, uh, you could have told me about your your identity thing, you know. Your DID, um, and Mark was like, "Well, I had it under control until recently." Uh, um, so she's just—I guess she's understanding. She's understanding at this point. Uh, 
so they they basically say, okay, we got to get our story straight. We we're talking, going in to talk to Mogart, and this I don't understand this part of this because I, it, it, there's no reason for it, as far as I know. But Layla says, okay, so here's the deal: your name is going to be Rufino Estrada, and we're just getting back from our honeymoon in the Maldives, and I'm and I'm like, why? Yeah, he's just you know if he's already. I mean, well, I don't think they're casting him as a um, um, as a black market person here. He he sounds but, like he actually like collects the stuff, but I I don't get this part either. But but she could have just said, "This is my boyfriend, Stephen Grant." Right. Like if she didn't want to drop Mark's name because he might be known in the mercenary circles, right? He might. Right. His name might be known, but Stephen Grant, gift shop guy from the museum, certainly isn't. Right. Right, so um, so okay, whatever. Uh, they see people riding horses, and I and I typed sort of jousting, because it's not jousting yeah. in the traditional sense. No, it, it's uh, it's spears, and there's right. a proper name for it, and I don't remember what it was. And they didn't make any reference to the proper name for it. That I he mentioned it once because he says. Uh, he puts on the uh, this this in his backyard. Oh, you're right. It was uh, Araman or yeah, something like that. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, that's right. You're right. And I and I did forget to type that uh, type that out. Um. So yeah. So he just has an Araman field in his backyard, and she said no. He takes lessons and he brings people Probably in. About, yeah. So, um, okay. So uh, Beck, who is just one of Mogart's guys says that Mogar is looking forward to seeing Layla after what happened in Madripoor. Mm-hmm. Um, so Madripoor being obviously the underbelly <laughs> of of uh, crime in Asia. I don't I don't remember which country it's in. Um, but uh, last time we saw Madripoor was in Falcon and Winter Soldier with yep. Sharon, um, so who pretty much ran Madripoor at that point. So, uh, but but that's all they say. They just say after what happened in Madripoor, we don't get any more information about it really. <clears throat> and Layla and Mogart talk about uh, things, and and Layla introduces Rufino to Mogart, um, and Mogart says, "So why the interest in Senfu?" And Layla starts to answer, and Mogart goes, "No." I want him to answer. And again, I don't know why that's relevant, but okay. And, and Mark says, I'd just like to take a look. Okay. Cool. Nothing suspicious there. Um, <laughs> so Layla and, and, and Mark are walking towards the sarcophagus because he does, in fact, have it. And Layla says, you got to let Steven come out because he knows more about this stuff and he can help decipher the markings. And Mark's like, no way. No, that's, we're not doing that. And Steven's talking to Mark and says, hey, dude, the info on the sarcophagus is encoded. Um, if you want me to help, you got to let me have the body. Um, and Mark's like, no, we don't have time for this. And he gives in. Okay, whatever. Um, so they they start in there's the these these uh 
pieces of papyrus with stars on them and Steven's trying to talk them through what to do with them and one of and Beck one of Mogart's guys uh, comes in with a gun and Mark quickly disarms him and Layla yells at him and says Mark put it down again where I was like going so why would she use his real name at that yeah. point you'd think she'd have enough wherewithal to not do that but again, that, I'm guessing she doesn't do this on a regular basis to have enough, you and, know. And it didn't matter. Yeah. That's the other part of this. It didn't matter. Because whether she called him Rufino or Mark, the jig is up. There's some, there's something going on. So um, so Mark tells Mogart to look in the sarcophagus. And then Harrow shows up and shows Mogart the scarab. And then Harrow starts talking to Mark and Layla and all but says that Mark killed Layla's dad. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. That, that definitely felt like what he was leaning to. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Conchu's uh, like going, Conchu, you know, in, in, the voice shows up and goes, dude, summon the suit. Because <laughs> we're in trouble. Um. Harrow asks Mogart if he wants to see the truth, and he starts chanting. And you see the purple energy swirling around the sarcophagus, um, and the sarcophagus kind of dis disintegrates away, uh, and Moon Knight shows up on the roof and starts taking on everybody. Uh, Layla, luckily, grabs the rest of the papyrus and just, like, she just grabs it. And she brings it out into the field. Uh, but not before getting attacked by Beck, the the bodyguard dude from, from Mogart. Layla can handle herself. So they fight pretty well. Um, Steven is trying to wrest control from Mark and gets it. And this is while Mark's in the Moon Knight suit. And it flips from Moon Knight to Mr. Knight. And then... A bunch of the guys with the those jousting spears, they start impaling Steven. And he's like, Ah, take it back, take it back. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 he does, but still, Moon Knight is fully impaled by two or three spears. And the spears, I mean, it's it's clearly he's hurt, but it doesn't like, and they put one through his hand, too. Um, they basically, you know, it, it doesn't look like he's hurting from it, but it just kind of immobilizes him. It just yeah. keeps him under. Right, right. So uh, Layla gets away to start shooting guys to save Mark. And uh, Mogart comes in. He knocks down Layla. And then Moon Knight recovers by, like, breaking the spears off and, and whatnot. Um, and Mogart takes off. Uh, you know, Moon Knight is is uh, throwing those crescent blades um, into basically whoever he can reach <laughs> at this point. Uh, but they get away. And we flip to a car where... Um, Layla and Mark are in this car and 
or they're driving because they they got a jeep or a car and okay whatever somehow they got they got away and layla goes hey what was harrow talking about when he's talking about my dad he goes uh i don't know uh he's crazy he's crazy (laughs) yeah and he almost certainly killed her dad um whether it was as mark or jake or whatever but I mean, as a Moon Knight or Jake or whatever, yeah, I, who knows? But, uh, but Layla clearly seems to be losing some faith in Mark. Uh, clearly, one of Harrow's disciples is following them. We see a long shot with them looking in, in um, some binoculars, and they're driving through the desert, and they're looking at the. They stop, and they're looking at this papyrus car, uh, cartonage or cartonage, is what they called it. And they're trying to, you know, Stephen's like saying, yeah, you're supposed to line up the stars. Um, they're trying to do it, but they don't see really how that's going to work. And Layla's going, look, we need Stephen. He, he understands all of this. And Mark is like, okay, I guess, fine. And Stephen takes over. And he goes, oh, cool. He goes, he takes all the pieces and some packing tape. And, which is another thing that made me cringe a little bit. He takes all this ancient stuff and he goes, I'm going to do this here, put this here, blah, blah, blah. Use, the, use this giant tape that's going to ruin this stuff forever. And he tapes all the, the cartonnage into the shape of a star. And then So you got a little sky map. Yeah, so you got a little sky map. And and he, he lifts it up and there's a, like a, a, a thousand or more little pinpricks that are just stars in the sky. And he goes, oh, there, this is a constellation. And she goes, cool. So all we need to do is line it up. I'll get my laptop and my tablet and we'll, we'll do it. And he goes, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Um, the, the Egyptians invo- invented modern navigation and invented a way to use the stars. Um, but Senfu marked the location over, t- over 2,000 years ago. So... The only way this is going to work is if we know what the sky looked like that night because there's been drift, you know, the the universe moves. Um, and Conchu shows up. He goes, oh, I remember that night. And they I walk every night. I remember every night. Right. And they, and they walk. A really cool thing to say, especially because, you know, he's the moon god. Right. Right. So he goes, look, I can turn back the night sky. It's going to cost me and I won't be able to do it alone. And Conchu had, you know, cause Steven's in control and Conchu basically said, look, I'm going to need your help, but you got to tell Mark to free me. And the Mr. Knight outfit appears again. And Conchu says, hey, okay, so do what I do. And they gesture in front of the sky. And in a really cool effect, they're literally turning back the clock, but only in the sky. So they're manipulating the sky so it looks exactly like it did on that night. And you see just the stars whizzing by and everything. And this whole thing is a really cool effect. And I'm very glad they did it. 
but it is completely unnecessary because we have software that will show you where the stars were 2,000 years ago. You would think so, right? I mean, (laughs) yeah. I mean... Like, are you guys kidding me? You could have just done this on a computer. Yeah, yeah. Um, And on the bright side, everyone in the world saw what was going on. Right. (laughs) Which wouldn't cause any kind of a panic whatsoever. No, not at all. Like, oh my God, what the hell is going on? Yeah, here's a world that just went through the blip and... Um, if the timing is right, this is right about when the celestial thing happened. Yep. So all of a sudden, this giant thing popped up in the sky and everything went crazy again. And all of a sudden, the sky goes crazy with you know the night uh, turning backwards. Like, yes, this is not going to cause a panic at all. Yeah, oh, and and yeah, no celestials are going to show up or you know nothing like that. <laughs> so, um. And honestly, in a future series or a movie or something, I'd love to hear them make reference, just a, right. just a, just a passing reference, because this is that major. Um, so uh, I mean, it's not permanent; it only happens for like you know a minute. But good lord, that's enough. <laughs> what the hell just What the hell just happened to this world? Right. Um, so they they finally find the place. They stop it one night, and Layla's taking pictures with her tablet. To try to save the info and, and make sure she's got it all. And she's working out where is it, where is it, where is it. Because she's working on the location. Not just taking pictures. She's now working on where, where the location is while they're struggling to maintain this. Um, right. While this is all happening, the Ennead knows exactly what's going on. And they're already in the process of imprisoning Khonshu. Uh, because he's, as we alluded to earlier, screwing with the sky again. So, Kanchu is losing power. Moon Knight's losing power. Um, Layla finds the location, says that she's got it locked in. Uh, she has coordinates. Kanchu is imprisoned. Uh, he disappears, and the Moon Knight suit goes away. And then Steven passes out. We see Osiris and uh, Osiris's avatar. And Harrow walking down a hallway, and we see Harrow looking at Conchu's, uh, they So the way they imprison him is they they imprison him into a tiny statue. Um, and and Harrow's like, "Can he hear me?" And in a weird, not certain voice, Osiris is like, "We think so. Yes." Well, why wouldn't you know? Like that, I didn't understand that either. So because I think the only they've only ever imprisoned uh, the other one, uh, the one that Harris trying to uh, Ahmed. release, yeah, yeah, Ahmed. So I I don't think they know because he's never been in prison like yeah, that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so Harrow says to Conchu, uh, "Hey, just wanted to let you know I enjoyed carrying out pain on your behalf." Um, and just remember, you know, I owe my victory here to you. And credits. Um, I went through the cast credits because I was kind of hoping to see a reference to Jake Lockley. Because, you know, sometimes they'll they'll do stuff like that. Right. And they but didn't. Nothing. <clears throat> nothing. Nothing. So, um. I don't. I I will bet that we get some Jake next episode. Um, yeah, they have to explain that. 
right? Because it clearly wasn't Mark or Steven. So they have to explain that. Um, I liked the fact that this seemed to be more of a Mark Spector-focused episode. Um, it definitely felt like a transition episode, though. Um, yeah. Because now we know not only... So we have two goals, right? Uh, one is going to be freeing Khonshu somehow. And who knows? I I hope it's... I hope it's more involved than what I think it may be. I have a feeling all they're going to need to do is smash the statue. Yeah, th- well, <laughs> it feels like that it will either free him or destroy him. Uh, I'll bet it frees him. Yeah, it's it, it almost free always him. frees him, right? Yes. So, um, so I, I kind of hope it's more involved than that, but I'm not sure we've got time for that. because the, Because really, in this show... We have to free Khonshu, and we have to stop Amit. That's yep. it. That's that's kind of. I think that's the only goal that's going to happen here. Um, I am I am not sure if we're going to get any kind of cameo at the end. Uh, I wouldn't be like if they started filming on Werewolf by Night. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if we got like a little teaser for Werewolf by Night. Right, right, and so which would be pretty cool. It would be. Um, so the hmm, we wouldn't. I don't think we'd see a werewolf. No, uh, no. I, I think we we would likely he would. Get, my guess is that he'll be another a fellow mercenary, would be, and um, there have been. Two werewolf by nights. Um, one of them is named Jack Russell, and I hope they don't they don't use that one, just because that's a terrible name. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, um, and the other one is Jake Gomez. My guess is that we will probably see Mark meet up with Jake Gomez or somebody and say, "Hey, man, I need your help." Yeah, something to lean and, in. and then and then go to black, right? It's going to be one of those things. Um, the other part of me is wondering what else is going to happen because you know what we need is we need another Valentina appearance. Yeah, it's been a while. It it has. So <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see how that all goes. Um, I mean, it should be Jake uh, Jack Russell. It would be cool if they just named him Jake Russell, frankly. Because Jack Russell, it's a dog. We know this, right? The Jack <laughs> Russell Terriers. And it just feels... Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, I'd like to see that happen. Um, I like where the series is going so far. Um... It's been a lot of fun so far. It has been. It has been. Um, I I just I don't I don't know what that journey is going to look like to the to the end because look the final fight between so okay here's here's a question do you think the final fight ends up being between uh, Harrow? Or or Amit's avatar with powers, 
um, and Moon Knight, or will it be between Kanshu and Amit directly? I don't know, but it'd be cool to see both. You know, like Mark fighting Harrow, uh, and and Amit fighting uh, Kanshu, like kind of cutscenes, right? Cut back and forth. And then is there going to be something with Osiris? Because I, I am right. I'm I am pretty sure Osiris is you know involved. He certainly has that air about him, right? <laughs> right. So, uh, which probably means that Hathor gets involved as well. I'm so, what we didn't see was Seth. Like we got I think Not we got at all. Isis and we got Osiris and uh a bunch of others. Uh was Horus there? Horus was there. Yeah. Okay, so the sun is there and uh yeah. but we don't get Seth. So right. you know the the big bad brother is not there. Right. So and So it's... like what are the chances that, you know, while Harrow is trying to find uh and release his his god or his goddess Yep. Seth is the one actually pulling the strings behind the scene. Maybe, maybe I, I have a feeling we're not going to see that. I, I think, I think we've seen all the gods we're going to see. Yeah, I'm guessing not. But considering that, that he's the the god of uh, uh, the god of chaos, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they put him in. But sure. I'm, I'm guessing no. The god of chaos who looks just like Loki. Yes. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, it would be. It would be very you, appropriate you, yeah. if all of a sudden just Loki popped up. You, well, like, you want to oh, blow my Seth. you want to blow my mind. Make you know dress him like Seth and and uh, but give him like have it played by Loki. Yeah, you know, <laughs> have Hiddleston be play yeah. that part. That would be kind of awesome. That'd be that'd be brilliant. Yeah, but not likely. So <laughs> and you really have to have him in for like you know twenty seconds and be like, what? It's me. Right. Right. So, um, I, I, so I really like the episode too. I'm looking forward to next week. I will say that one of the things that you've heard me, um, go on about a little bit are annoying clickbaity headlines. And I read one about Moon Knight this week after episode three came out and it said, uh, it, it said Oscar Isaac, um, is... The end of Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight is, I think, is what it said. Oh, whatever. <laughs> and well, and I clicked it. And I went, oh, and and literally, they were using that headline, and all they did was they told what happened in this episode, which because Conchu lost his power, Oscar Isaac was no longer Moon Knight in the episode. Yeah, yeah. I was annoyed. I'm just going, come on, dudes. At least you know, uh, try a little bit. Just a little, yeah. So, um, well, we got we got three episodes left for this. Yep. So that's the twentieth, the twenty seventh, and the fourth. Right. Uh, so the last episode for this is on the fourth, and uh, uh, Doctor Strange comes out that technically weekend. on the fifth. Yep. Uh, so you know, Thursday, Thursday evening, and I already have my ticket for Thursday evening. Yeah. So, so we, watching that right away. Yeah. So we might need to do. A Saturday Sunday stream, yeah, for that. So, and the way to know that is by following us on Twitch and Twitter at Vo by Kurt, and then you'll know what the broadcast schedule is going to be like. So, see how he did that, folks. A yeah, professional, a professional. Um, all right. 
And with that, we will see you guys next week. Bye, everybody.